But uh, one time when we were in India, where everybody had got really sick, and I remember they told me that Yoko was so sick he couldn't wrestle. And then they, but they didn't have any replacements. It was in Delhi or something like that in India. And it was like, I don't know, maybe, a, maybe it might have been 80 or 90,000 people watching Jeez, okay. at a big soccer stadium. It was a huge crowd. And they, they insisted that he had to go out and wrestle me. And I remember Yoko got up and uh, he, like you say, he was, he was sick all day and uh, not feeling well, but he sucked it up like, like you do in wrestling or you did back then. And he went out and had the match with me. And I remember him climbing up on the second rope. And I remember looking at the back of his ass. And he had completely shit his... Oh, it was shit everywhere. It's like he sat in a big puddle of pea soup. And I remember it's like... I remember, like, thinking as I was lying there, like, oh, my God. Like, uh, he, anyway, he bravely jumped backwards and did his bonsai drop. And uh, I moved out of the way. And it was like... It reminded me of a stamp pad of somebody, like... Like there was a big brown stamp right in the middle of the ring where uh, he landed and bounced, and uh, I mean I felt bad for old Yoko because it was he was sicker than a dog. Nobody should have made him wrestle, but he he went in there and wrestled. But after about five minutes, he must have just uh, let her let her rip. But anyway, that was the only time I was ever scared of a bonsai drop. To make a long story short. and my friends. I had hoped against hope that some miracle would prevent a devastating war and bring to an end the invasion. This most serious threat World Wrestling Federation has ever known. The long-term future of sports entertainment could change forever. A succession of actual wars have shaken the entire world and have threatened to bring on the gigantic conflict which is today unhappily a fact.
Go ahead, go ahead. I'll be done. I'll be done. You'll be done? Yeah, I think we can cover it. Yogurt would already shit himself. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just spit peanut butter made from actual peanuts you chewed? With pea soup? No. At some point, you just let it rip. <laughs> What's funny is when you hear both of uh, Brett's sons, they sound as laconic as he is. Like, I can't tell them apart sometimes because they both just, you know, I thought it was a good match, you know, you know, also same thing. I don't know if it's Blade or Dallas, but they sound, it's it's awesome. Show's gotten better, though, I will say. Is it? Is it still sponsored by Snow's Crab Shack? It is. Ooh. It is. Uh, thank you guys for the download on the uh, episode 52 of the New Blood Rising podcast. This is... Invasion Part 2. We're actually getting to the meat and potatoes of this thing. The actual pay-per-view. The most highly anticipated pay-per-view of its time, it felt like. Probably, um, yeah. I'm, Willie, I'm William Rinkin, point. joined as always by Jason Keesler. How's it going? Charlie Stabile. Mm. Mm. Smoke that fake smoke. So here we go. We're talking about, we, we covered a lot of ground in the preview episode, talking about Invasion and everything that's involved in it. Let's get down to some numbers here real quick. I just want to see what you guys what you guys kind of think this may be seated at. First, we're in the Gund Arena in Cleveland, Ohio. Great, Great place. Arena. It's a very, very good arena. Absolutely. And they make a point. This is where the buyout was revealed on Raw yep. back in March. That's really wow, cool. Wow, that's yeah. quick. That's really pretty cool. good to cool go back. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So, what did you – how many buys – we'll do it the same way we do it. How many buys do you think this pay-per-view had? Uh, keep in mind, King of the Ring had 445,000. And this is Invasion. Yes. I would say 750,000. I'm going to be a little more conservative. I'm going to be 60. 775. Whoa! Yeah. Wow. Damn you, man. This was hot. Buy rate was 1.63. Mania was 2.18. Wow. So that is, that is a huge number. Mm -hmm. That's like SummerSlam back in the day numbers. Like mm -hmm. when SummerSlam would be the number two. Or what right. was, was SummerSlam or Rumble considered? SummerSlam. Yeah. I think only because it came before. Slightly. Right. Mm -hmm. um, what about that video package? Loved that it. Is, uh, loved it. That is how you intro a pay-per-view like this. I, I, I think subtlety is overrated. I think it should be <laughs> in your face. Let's get FDR in here. Yeah. I have seen war, and I hate war. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> God! Shit! Death to sports entertainment. Death to WWF. Repeated. Mm -hmm. Echo. That was a great video package. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's kind of insensitive. You know, you got like the, the storm in the beaches of Normandy, like Boston storm in the ring. Remember, again, we, I think we talked about King of the Ring because they, they have the same like range of stock photos and video. Mm -hmm. They use the same thing over the edge 98. Mm -hmm. It's a conspiracy. It's a, I, I'm damn sick and tired. I'm damn. Yeah. All that same stuff. But um, nevertheless, very effective. Yeah. How about this stage? Yeah. I love awesome. it. Separate entrant ramps like back in the day. Good guys yeah. on one side, bad guys on the other. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's cool. They really go to the nines with this. Colon commentary instead of Heyman. Yep. Speaking of Heyman, before we get started, because we're gonna hear it about eight million times tonight. I got us some presents. Here we go. It made me want it oh, so bad. Drinking the Kool-Aid. Damn right. We got Paul <laughs> Heyman's Kool-Aid right yes. here. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, I get it now. It's funny. Yeah. Look, I man, used to pull. Take these off and think they were spaceships. Those things? The tops of these the things? Girl? No, 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 no. Like, I'd like, I'd, you know, oh, because oh, just... the way these things are shaped. Yeah. They yeah. do look like, uh, I'm just, I'm just like gonna, something. I'm going to blow my brains out. <laughs> I'm just going to go fuck myself. My childhood. Was... So, we were talking about in the last episode of how this kind of reeked of the last minute. And I, and it never really dawned on me 
truly, until I actually had a moment where I was looking at that invasion poster of Stephanie's novel. And neither is Paul Heyman. It's just Shane and Vince. Because yeah. well, it would have looked really weird. Once again, inaugural if mm-hmm. between was... Kool Aid and inaugural brawl, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it just seems like well, the old Stone Cold. And it's and what's what what really blows is that you get the it, you, when you say inaugural, whenever you have that it means oh we're gonna have more of these mm-hmm. every year. Well, we haven't had if you go to the WWE Network, there's only one invasion paper. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> well, it. It almost was they had the plan where WCW would become its own company, and then like maybe once a year they'd get into it. It's the brand extension well, before that's they called the brand mm-hmm. extension. So, but I wasn't having any All of right. that. Uh, but I like I love the cut to WWF New York, and I wanted to take a video of it, but I was so short on time. There is a more portly gentleman uh, in the WWF New York, and he goes, "Yeah!" Right when he does this, oh, he, he pulls his, his shirt, shirt down, comes up to here, Bless and he goes, "Oh shit!" <laughs> shirt down real fast you saw it too i did good loved it you can't make fun of because the the oh i the bigger well i mean is that bigger uh fan in the red shirt at like an nxt series of tapings that people have beat up on so well i mean like verbally like these people all over yeah (laughs) 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 we'll get there oh oh, yeah Yeah. oh i got the email to open (laughs) <laughs> Even to the little feet thing, because yeah, that, that's what sells it. Um, all right, so <laughs> the crowd is re- is red hot. Oh, oh mm-hmm. love it. Um, first match, it's a good first match. It's, yeah, I'm Red's happy with storm. this. And it sucks. Like this should be your tag team champion team. Yeah, that's what sucks. But that's all right. Lance Storm and Mike Austin representing WCW, uh, which I was like, oh no 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 no, like these are ECW. Right, especially because they, I mean, when they just defected to ECW, now it's like, no, no, that was just a ploy, you're back. The, versus Edge and Christian. So cool. we've retconned, not really, though. Nope. I think they still are hinting at, there's that, and it has to do with the finish. Mm-hmm. I think, like, the finish, it didn't hit me till later today. The I was like, Yeah, mm-hmm. the fact that Christian does it. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's still kind of a sign. But I mean, cool as in, oh, they get to fight Edge and Christian. Right, yeah. that's awesome. So... Right off the bat, there's crazy double botches. Like, there are two of them yep. right in a row. Mike Awesome, like, does not want to catch Lance Storm. Nope. Oh, God, that. And then Christian goes, oh. you call that botching? <laughs> you think you know yeah. me. Oh, yeah, that. I think I don't Get know the spot. The top oh, I Best like... of luck to me. <laughs> <laughs> I regret everything yeah. in the jumps. Man. You Cr- see some stuff you don't see. Like, they, they've really, every wrestling match now has someone going into the post. Yeah. But where Lance slides like oh, Christian dude, into his, the post, that, 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 that gut sound, that mm-hmm. sound. That, Christian that has taken that spot before, and it's but, never looked good. No. He bumps like I wrote bumps like a motherfucker mm-hmm. because he is all. I mean, he bumps like Ziggler mm-hmm. in the future. It's amazing. <laughs> um, future Ziggler, <laughs> Ziggler as Vince calls him. Storm and awesome, like contrary to like how like I. I think I remember them back in WCW. They really work like a classic, like cut the ring in half. Yes. Yeah. And don't let the other guy, don't let the hot tag happen. No shenanigans. No bullshit. No, 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 no. And they established early on, which is, this is great, is that all the officiating tonight is decided by two-face. It's all a coin toss. Yeah. Just Mm -hmm. every bit of it. That's great. Edge kind of still feels like he's on the rise, even though, like, clearly King of the Ring got, like, everything after King of the Ring kind of derailed you know, mm-hmm. his prestige a little bit well, and moving up the mm-hmm. card. I will say, as, as, to go back, uh, that promo that he cut on Billy Gunn, I, I got to bring that up. 
I can see why he became a star. Yep. His delivery is, is awesome. The way, the way, just the way that he talks, no one else talks like him, not even Christian. And it's, it's very obvious that he will become a star at some point now, you know, looking back on it. But, he, you know, back then, you know, because we knew Edge from, like, the brood days. And we didn't, he didn't think much of him. Right. Awesome and Storm, I think, look, they look good in this. Yeah. I don't, they don't get buried. Because um, that's the one thing, my preconceived notion coming is, all those guys are going to get buried. Every WCW guy gets buried. Not the case tonight. Not the case. I don't think there's really anyone who gets... Well, I'm not... Mm. I'm not going to say... The majority of them don't get buried. I'm sure I'll remember when we get Destroyed. Yeah. They get, everyone gets some stuff in. Mm-hmm. Is what I'm getting to. Um, let's get to this finish. This thing is... Dangerous. Mike Awesome, who... Love that he gets in like a lot of his good signature spots. He tried mm-hmm. to go for a top rope powerbomb yeah. Yeah, without a table Bless to break the fall. Like, Chris uh-uh. ain't taking that. No, they all saw that one pay-per-view. They yep. know better. Nope. <laughs> um, <laughs> he called them from Lucha Underground. Man. Yo, bro, don't do it, man. <laughs> he goes um, goes for the awesome bomb on Chris or on Edge. And Christian, with a very dangerous spear, is able to de- like to knock him down. Edge gets the win. I mean, it's a good opener. And it's a, just a finishes like that. Uh-huh. They they're anytime somebody's up like that in a power bomb, you like are basically taking out the low center of gravity on the guy. Who's it happened like, a few weeks ago. It's, yeah, same it's, spot freaked me out. It's not. Yeah, there's something about it. Well, it's something I want to start keeping track of here because I want to know if you guys' math adds up to mine. But currently, WWF is one to zero, and this is a. Ten match card. So about four matches in, they say, well, in heat on Sunday Night Heat. Is that it? Yeah, that's the heat I missed match. This. That's that's what, what was the heat match? Scotty Too Hotty versus maybe Chavo. I think they yeah. What Scotty Chavo? won? No, no, Chavo or, or, Ch- or Chavo won. Chavo, Chavo won. won. So this is why they keep thinking that WCW so has a so better weird. number. So yeah, that's what's so weird. It's like in the beginning they treat like <clears> the first match, Edge and Christian winning is the first right. notch to win of either and they, team. And then there's a, a, a streak of WWF guys winning, and then Michael right. Cole makes a comment about, oh, can you imagine being the first WCW or ECW guys to lose? Yeah. Yeah, so there's that. And then later on, all of a sudden, Vince drops a line like, oh, it's all tied up. And, and just, well, wait make, a minute. Does, <laughs> yeah. does it compute? Wait a second. <laughs> no, it doesn't make any sense. Um, so all the backstage chefs tonight is all the same. It's just rotating groups of people. It's everyone's giving everybody a pep talk. Yep. And it gets a little, it gets way overboard. Austin thinks so too. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, Vince dances in celebration. You think you know me? Yeah. Pal. I, Vince, he, he does his, <laughs> think you know me, pal. Vince just decides to do everyone's catchphrase or something throughout the night. Yep. Um, I know who you are. <clears throat> Regal comes in, lets them know that Austin and Deborah have arrived. Um, so then, like, Vince, like, gives him a pep talk about his match with Raven, which is uh, coming up in a little bit. Not quite next, but coming up. And he – it's probably – this is actually a funny bit because he, he uses in a Revolutionary War analogy. Oh, yeah. The psych of – A British guy. Washington. We're going to take him like – Regal's just <laughs> – But Regal, being a company man, doesn't correct the balls. Let's dive into this second match because this is the one. The most sensible match on the card. And it's so early on for a match like this. You figured this would be like a four or five in, give the people and a break. Th- even the video package is good. Yeah. <laughs> got a, that's what I wrote. It's like, this got a video package. It was good. Wow. <laughs> Except it's missing a very key ingredient that, oh, guess what? We have a special rep for this. Yeah. yeah. He just yeah. set it on heat. But um, Earl Hebner, WWF referee versus Nick Patrick, the mm. quintessential WCW referee. Mm-hmm. This 
in a in a quasi quasi way, this is a dream match. It is. This is the match you didn't know you wanted. Nope. What a first. I love that they come out with their respective posse around them. Yeah. yeah. Well, I like that Nick Patrick's got three WCW referees, and basically, like Earl Hebner's got a locker room full of WWF yeah. referees. There are more referees in this company now than there are matches to officiate. Yeah. But there's no slick. Oh, Slick Johnson? Yeah. Good. Well, you know what I mean. It's like, <laughs> but like, you, you've, you've got to imagine these, Slick I, found another career that was, <laughs> he's working at Headbanger Mosh's Papa I, I highly doubt he's down at the UPS store you know, <laughs> shipping packages. Yeah. I used to do this for the fans. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Hebner's music. Do not music. send. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the crooked ref, Slick Johnson. Fuck so, it. Hebner's music is badass. Oh, oh, it's not for him. When <laughs> I heard that music, I was like, is that, is that Rhino? Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's Earl fucking him. I don't ever remember Nick Patrick refereeing in ECW. You catch JR saying that? That Nick Patrick has refereed that? in... Yes. I didn't hear that. Really? He yeah. said he has refereed in WCW, and then he said that he for a short time he was in ECW. JR... Never knew that. It, it, each of them drop a couple things here and there that they're way off. They just make up shit. He remember. was big in Japan. Yeah. Oh. Just... Oh. Uh, <laughs> if he can do uh, a springboard moonsault, then he was probably in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> this this is an extremely entertaining, scrappy match. Yeah. Uh-huh. Earl Hebner, I don't think sometimes realizes like that he's just like throwing like real throwing it's bombs. Weird. Sometimes he is. Sometimes well, like he the, stops the corner post. Yeah. Yeah. Like, your mother. But <laughs> like I couldn't like I wanted to see. Okay. Well, now we finally have Earl Hebner in a match. Will his ankle ever be hurt, nope. or will he ever be blinded by anything? How awesome would it be if he would have done like? Because I, I think Daniel Bryan did this before WWF. If he was doing something and he stops, he goes, "I have till five. <laughs> yeah, I so love awesome. when wrestlers remember the rules. Yeah, yeah. like especially he's a ref. Like he, nobody knows the rules better than Hebner. Right, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, yeah. but they don't. It was one thing I forgot to bring up in our preamble to the invasion. They don't bring up Nick Patrick's wrestling career. No, no, they don't. Well, okay. He wrestled Jericho. Yes. Oh, that I mean, but good. as NWO, but like that match with Booker T and Jericho. I mean, there was Booker T and Jericho's feud for the TV title, which was pretty good. And then Jericho had the feud with Nick Patrick during that whole thing. They don't touch it. Like they don't touch the good history of WCW unless it's legendary history like Ric Flair and them. Well, another problem is you got two WWF guys commentating. You know, it would have yeah. been nice to have like Tony Schiavone or Scott Hudson at the table. I would have loved it if they would have done something that played to the Montreal Screwjob and Starcade '97, the fast guy. If they had done something, oh, you remember that one? No. Hebner's got him in the sharpshooter, and he's calling for the. Oh, that would have been cool. That would have been nice. And Heb- uh, there's a fast count, but it's really just a normal count. <laughs> Jr. has a line that I loved because he says, "Oh, he's really talking up Earl Hebner. Uh, Earl Hebner's been with the company <laughs> since '88. He bleeds WWF." And I just wrote, "Sells too, shirts too, from too, trunk of too bad WWF doesn't bleed Earl Hebner." <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, were you hoping we'd get a, a early Twin Magic spot since there are two Hebners? I, mm, yeah, I, I did think I was like, "Where's Dave?" That would have been great, Dave Hebner. <laughs> um, and then yeah. the crowd's eating this up. Too. Oh yeah, yeah, and. I mean, anytime you have non-wrestlers in a match, like it can really go bad. We've yep, seen the it tuxedo before. match. This <laughs> woman and uh, Finkel. I, oh. I think they, the one thing they do is they keep this at a decent length yeah. to where, like you know, we get in and get out. Foley is you know your your basic face ref here, yeah. who's objective, and then of course when Patrick messes with him after the fact, it's old. Yeah, sock 
gets the crotch socket. socket. It's yep. just it's great. Like after right after it ends and they and he raises uh, Hebner's hand, Jared just goes, "Well, that was bowling shoe ugly, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he got the job done." <laughs> yeah, it, they keep calling Earl Hebner a pit bull. Like yeah. I feel like Michael Cole was the one. Like he saved that, and then he and then he boxed that up very neatly and saved that for Daniel Bryan uh-huh. all these years later. Because like he that's the he immediately goes, "Oh, Hebner's like a little pit bull out uh, there." I don't. At some point, he says something vintage about somebody tonight. Oh, he did? He does. It's yeah. his taker. Is, oh. it, is it taker? Oh, no, no, no. No, no. I don't think it's somebody. I think it's one of the Hardys. Vintage Hardys. Hardys somebody the... gets a vintage. Somebody yeah, I was it. like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> uh, did Hefner win with a spear? Yes, he did. So two matches in a row and and, and a spear. Okay. Yeah. All right. Even Hebner's got the spear. Hebner's is <laughs> like remember that gif I sent out where like he yeah. like leaps into mm-hmm. Nick yeah. Patrick. That Nick thing's Patrick. amazing. I love that bit in the video when they're in the locker room. Like, That's take your great. crap. Yeah. You dress over there with your crap. Oh my god. <laughs> I got a great Don't shirt I want to sell you. <laughs> I bleed WWF. It was amazing. And you get little mini Nate. Mm. Oh, here he comes. Oh, there's a spot with him later. Mm-hmm. All right, so what the hell is this tough enough promo? It doesn't make me want to watch it. No, nope. no, I know that. But like, the good news is, I just Maven's coming, and, and his mom's like proud. <laughs> Boo! Yeah, you're gonna eliminate the Undertaker, huh? Yeah, <laughs> oh, fucking found yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's <laughs> good luck. You're doing it now. That's, that's what's worth about tough on his way to Dallas. One. Somewhere, Mark Calloway's gonna pull off and like find Maven like in the subway and just like headlock, punch, punch. punch, punch. <laughs> 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 All right, so um, and you get another one of these inaugural brawl plugs. Like, right. I, I wrote that down. I don't know why. I don't think it was anything significant. But we go to a replay of SmackDown where DDP decided to move on to Deborah. Mm. Threw her in her trunk. Why not? She's not doing anything. Yeah. DDP's making her famous. That's right. The best moment is Austin and his trunks commandeering a limo. <laughs> redneck emergency. Yeah, redneck emergency. <laughs> that's, so, that's what but, that was. But, uh, and then they cut to oh, dear. Deborah and Sarah oh, no. having a moment getting coffee. And this Sarah. Don't let Deborah talk. Sarah says the M word. She does. She says, she she says Mark. Mark. Oh, God. I was, no. And you know how you were talking previously? New Blood Rising SmackDown. You said one of the things you didn't like about this is Undertaker has a wife. We talk, we say brother-in-law Kane. You know what I mean? <laughs> you, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. I noticed. I noticed a couple of the Kane entrances on these shows. Like Kane's in his full gear, walking in with a bag. Yeah, so, a bag. Like, <laughs> what? Kane what's there? Show up dressed just like that. Nothing else. Yeah. He's got to take his wallet out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Picture of Kane like it's his ID with the mask on. <laughs> It says date of birth, 1997. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. He went to the DMV early, so he didn't have time to put the eye makeup on. So it's just, he looks like Batman and Batman Returns yeah. before yeah. he takes the mask off. All they, all they were missing was photoshopped wedding videos of Taker in full biker gear and Sarah with like a proud Paul Bearer at the front row and Kane just with his hands crossed. Nice suit. All decked out, mask. Kane gives an awkward <laughs> best man speech that really offends half the crowd, like Dave. So, um, get a video package again. <laughs> we did? I didn't yeah. write yep. this one. It's APA versus, it's oh. WWF Tag Champs, yeah. it's WWE Dude, Tag Champs. APA versus O'Hare and Palumbo. The only note I wrote was video package. Uh, mine is a uh, two out of five. <laughs> <laughs> I give it a two out of five. I've got <clears throat> stiff written really large yeah. in my notes. And uh, did it look that stiff? 
Uh, at, at the first little bit, it, it, it didn't look as stiff as I thought, thought it was going to yeah. look. Because I have in my mind like their match with Public Enemy up. and the Dudleys, where like they were like they were going out there to mm-hmm. really hurt them. I was waiting for it. Uh, Baruch's spine buster looked a little wonky in the beginning because he was on the wrong side, right. but he was able to switch it. Yeah. The clothesline, I mean, it looked like it always looks like. like Bowling just, shoe ugly. The first few hits, I think it was more like... Because like, they had already fought, technically. I had to bring this up. In the video package, did you notice Haku in a no, Hawaiian shirt and his khakis? Just like, especially like... Yeah, you can see like the shame on his face when Bradshaw's talking about like the pride of WWF and how WCW sucks and all this stuff and Haku just... That I would have been why. Talk some bread. Pulls off the mask and his bread. <laughs> now, okay, through this whole thing. I had to put up with barbarian. You know, mistletoe would be deadly if you eat it. I put that down why Haku never defended or defected. That would have been pretty fierce. You got Ming. He could stop calling me Haku on Ming. But he, he deserved just to have his own faction. Yes. Yeah. One man faction. <laughs> He's I am a the Survivor fa- Series yeah. team. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! You got to deal with the X. Oh, God! <laughs> I've got to pin Haku four times. I blows oh, his own brains out. <laughs> How about did you guys? Um, real quick, I gotta I gotta get banned real fast. Um, did you notice Jr. brings up greed? He mentions greed because he oh, mentions how they took the titles off of DDP. Yeah, he does. Match again. Let's say someone's. Well, I don't know. He's. Yeah, I, I, let's mention someone else who's not going to be here to get people wet. Which I know what you said, but still. Yeah, he, mm. he mentions in January. He doesn't say greed. I but he says so. he says January, which is really cool. That's very, like, at least like you're The WCW continuity mixes with WWF mm-hmm. continuity. It's pretty, yeah. um, but uh, I, I, for this uh, finish, what I wrote down is, Palumbo hits a super kick on Farouk. Bradshaw says, fuck you, and clotheslines. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the hell you did that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thing. ready to get my ready to get up to, to my knee in someone's ass, as he was fond of saying for the past yeah. month. A lot of talky Bradshaw. Yeah. You see where... I will say I liked his promo um, where he was riling everyone up a lot more. You know, as he Texas said that about promo. Edge, like you can see that, hmm. you know, there's you can see where there's maybe this yeah. hint that this guy could be something on his own, but mm-hmm. it, this is a decent match. It's all right. It's okay. it's it's nothing spectacular. It's again, I, I don't feel like they get buried in this because they get some stuff in. Mm-hmm. And O'Hara looks really good. Like he he still feels like a guy that if you did some stuff with him, mm-hmm. you know, he might but, be able to be something. But here it is. This is the first pay per view ever where WCW people are fighting WWF people. It's the third match, third win in a row for WWF. Right. Not looking too good. No, no. I mean, that's why I was like, Jesus, three zero. But mm-hmm. um, let's head backstage now. Jericho and Vince. Isn't the one? Is, this looks like one of his old WCW shirts, the Jericho Hall. Yeah, it does look a little bit like it. Um, this is most like well, they, they, and it's apt that you you know use Jericho for someone to talk about working for all three companies. Yes, especially the two on the enemy side. Talks mm-hmm. about how uh, Paul Heyman very aptly is a uh, yep. The guy who... A Kool-Aid dispenser. He's a Kool-Aid dispenser. <clears throat> yeah. Which, you know... It, it, that's... You usually associate that also with mass suicide. Yeah. Like that's what's also... Jim really Jones, I'm just waiting. It's like Paul. They yeah. say cult a lot. I, yeah. I mean, like... I mean, we're not that far from Waco at this point. Like, no. it's really, like, in the grand scheme, it's only, like, seven years or so. Maybe six years. But we're, we're still, crazy. like, at this point... 25, 27 well, years away from Jim Jones. Jim Jones is where they drank the poison Kool Aid, so it's okay to talk about it. It's been long enough. 
um, as they they're very insensitive. What did you think about uh, Vince doing the Jericho promo at the end? Oh, mm-hmm. again that one? No, no. Again the pep talks and Vince. You know he's jovial, pe- like Coach Vince. It's just weird. Yeah, <laughs> Coach Vince. Hey pal, I'm, I'm your buddy. I'm a good guy. <laughs> hey, Steph, Shane, and Kidman, mm. and and, and, and Heyman, just who saying, managed to hide. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, that's Herb. pretty impressive for him. <laughs> yeah. Ste- Stephanie says she hates Jericho. That's apt. It's mm-hmm. based on. Um, well, he called her. It's like he called her a whore, a lot. It's like they all. When you're talking about, you had a problem with Stephanie being the owner of ECW. It's like they did that for that one line Jericho gives her, where he's like, uh, "Oh, you're the queen of hardcore." He says, oh, "He said, but movies don't count." Like that was like the only reason that that, that they gave her that. Little Stephanie lost her flower a long time ago. Yeah, so Randy, good. like those people Randy savaging her a couple weeks ago in oh, Nashville. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Jesus. Yeah, they. It's one of those things I don't that's remember. a myth. Yeah, yeah, it's that's a myth. Right, but still, it's like that's too snarky for my taste. Yeah. <laughs> but why are they pumping up Billy Kidman? Because mm. Billy Kidman's got a match with X Pac, <laughs> cruiserweight champ. Versus, now they call theirs the cruiserweights. We call why does he have to slide heavyweight. <laughs> that's one of those times where I prefer the WCW name. Yes, it's like I much prefer cruiserweight because yeah. when I hear light heavyweight, that makes me go, oh, they're not good enough. Yeah, that, yeah, that's just yeah. the way it sounds. Right. Yeah, it's a diet. It's the Gilbert title. <laughs> so, this is funny because Xbox is clearly like still oh, hated. Right. Oh, What's yeah. really he, funny about this is JR. JR is, tries. He tries to say, well, you know, man, with all these. Uh, with, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you died a little. Hold on. <laughs> Wait. No, what he says is, oh, it's a very partisan crowd yeah. here in no. Gondarina. I got that down. It's, <laughs> he, it's. He tries to build he's up his face. Yeah, well, he, yeah, he's like, he's like, most people, you know, they fucking hate X Pac, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's but the WWF guys are good guys. A little grizzly there, yeah. but you know, they're gonna, they're gonna cheer for him. You yeah. know, he's a WWF. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. No. Especially not over Billy Kidman. No. God no. Especially with that music. <laughs> <laughs> You're all about it. And I was a little disappointed. He, he didn't come out in the jorts and the tank top. They they had to convert him over. They're like, some, no, no, one day this guy will somewhere, wear Somewhere, somehow, the, the John Cena, before he even got in the WWE, politicked his way to get Kidman. that off of him. <laughs> <laughs> I want to look like Kidman. Yeah. Um, but we were talking about the face, and everyone in their world is booing X Pac. So X Pac starts working heel. Like he keeps Smart. Billy Kidman, he keeps him grounded. He keeps. Oh, it's... you want to see a high flying match? Oh, it's nope. too bad. Yep. It's just like the crowd just went. Please don't make us cheer. When they do the stupid chin lock spots, I'm like dumb, yeah. stupid. Like that was when I checked out of the match. I was like, Vulcans don't laugh and cruiserweights don't do chin locks. <laughs> All right, it just doesn't. It doesn't happen. Shit. <laughs> it's like they just get into a any face buster you can do, I can do better a little bit. There. I, don't try and power. You can't power bomb Billy Kidman. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> can't do it. It's like trying to try and don't. If you get put in the Hell's Gate in SmackDown 2009, you're tapping. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> oh yeah, that's yeah. right. You're done. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Don't be Undertaker. <laughs> uh, Jr. finally gives up at one point. To say, you know what? They just hate this dude. Yeah, yeah. They, I just Tough. can't stand him. Yeah. Little cunt. <laughs> X cunt is his name. <laughs> now we get during the Raws, we got the X Factor alternative Ross music. Calloway over here. 
It's the same voice. We I know. Remember, left side, right side. <laughs> oh, left yeah. Side. Oh, hey. Yeah. <laughs> Very. Just ima- you also have to imagine yourself in a cowboy hat. That helps. Uh, just, I, need to, I need to be looking at a picture of him. <laughs> You're just shambling just, JR. Just dejected JR like when he's looking up at Heyman at that Raw. Just, oh, I never yeah. said that. No. Well, folks, how, how cool was the shoot? We get to see that shooting star mm-hmm. in like it's the, great. In the it's crowd. a little nasty. You know the crowd like because they're wrestling fans. Like as soon as he goes to the top rope, they're like, yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. we know what's coming. We like you. We hope you make it. Yeah, yeah. always liked Kidman. Mm-hmm. I actually like this match yeah. for, for the most part. It's pretty good, and yeah. I'm glad that Kidman's the one who gets him on the board. Yeah, yeah, cool. well, yeah I am too. Even though technically Sunday Night Heat, but I'm not. Let's not count. Let's not. Don't worry about. Let's that. not do that until it's brought up. Right. Now, uh, Shane, Steph, and Heyman celebrate. DDP walks in, mm-hmm. and so we get a little, we get a little bit with that. Do, do they, they talk about once again the Sarah stuff, don't they? Yeah. They go back. Mm-hmm. Don't let that one go, do they? No. <laughs> well, that's another thing we didn't talk about it, but the, one of the things Sarah says once she's talking to Deborah that I was like, "What a weird thing to say." She goes, "No one knows DDP better than I do." And I'm like, "What?" Yeah. That's not. That's what the hell was on that uncensored tape right. that he was wanting to show everybody last oh, week? Oh, he, he should be ashamed of himself. what it is. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if Undertaker, like, drugged him and then tattooed Mark across DDP's neck? <laughs> <laughs> put a hot dog in his mouth. Oh, that's what I'm talking <laughs> DDP said we were all going to sit around and watch the yeah. the Sarah sex tape and shove a hot dog. <laughs> Speaking of hot dogs in your mouth, you get the uh, Tori and Stacy segment coming oh, up, which was man. sexually awkward. Oh god, that for promo. everyone. You, she, this is when she smacked her ass. Yes. Do you think when you that promo like they're they're gritting gritting their teeth? Their teeth? Yeah. yeah, I was thinking that too. Because I was thinking that when Tori had the segment with Vince, yeah, on Raw, just like poor girl. Because in WCW, they were attractive, but they weren't, like, overly sexualized. Like, they weren't treated like that. Like, these are two, like, like beautiful girls, not just, like, on the outside, but, like, just from a performance standpoint. Like, I loved watching them just talk or do anything like that. Here, it's painful. Yeah. Like, it's WWF. Trashy girls are terrible. Well, what what match? What is their their wrestling introduction to everyone? Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. The first ever tag team bra and panties. If you want to see commentary oh. at its finest, get mm. ready for that mess. Mm. Um, up next is one we were just previously talking about. Raven versus Regal. The battle of the two smartest men in professional wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Oh. so yeah, Cole calls Raven level-headed. Mm-hmm. Because he talks about the Kool-Aid, yeah. and it doesn't make sense that a level-headed person like Raven mm-hmm. would buy into Right. Well, Jr. also like, talks about how Raven dresses. Yeah. So he's a then, genius. And then says, "However, he does have a genius level IQ." Yeah. Right? We, we, they're still trying to get the Somalia like, rep over. And then Michael Cole says something about Raven that I don't think was even true in two thousand one, which is well, well, like you know the way he dresses, you know, it's kind of edgy. Like, yeah. no, it, no, it was edgy yeah. like in ninety five, yeah. probably, but like, not then. That's we were. I remember we were pretty tired of Raven. At this point, yeah, and it's weird. Like watching these pay per views, like he still was doing some pretty good work, right. yeah. but but he wasn't evolving. Work. Yeah, because yeah, like what made him for me uh, from the WCW days uh, was 
his little vignettes mm-hmm. where he would, you know, basically talk nonsensically, quoting like Black Sabbath lyrics. Yeah. yeah. Like there was an intrigue to him that was a lot different than pretty much any other wrestler at the time. But now it's just, hey, remember Raven? Well, if you're a new fan, yeah, just, just fast forward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even I was like, Regal and Raven? This match. No, this but, match well, I was so thinking, bad. I was thinking that Regal could get a good match out of him. You know, mm-hmm. like, because it's, it's regal. Right. But this match sucked. It's, it's really bad. And I bad. hated writing that. Yeah, I know. Because their timing is terrible. Um, it's also, well, it's Raven oh. not in a hardcore match. People don't want to see that. Uh, well, well, Raven could, he, he was could, manageable but, in WCW in non-hardcore matches. But yeah, there was some point, like, after he left there and he went back to ECW for a while, uh-huh. he just became irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Taz, we get a, t- a running from Taz. Is that is that the T-bone suplex he does? Or yeah. Is yeah. it okay? Because I know there's there's well, there's the, the one that he does to Jerry where he yeah. catches his leg. Yeah, that's the which, Taz play. Which is yeah, okay. but the the T-bone yeah. Which Maybe is, it is. Scott Steiner was like the master of the T-bone. Yeah. He uh, suplexes him though, and Raven hits T-bone. the uh, Raven effect. Mm, yeah. No, which they call it the even flow, and then and then oh shit, we're, we're WWF. We call it something different. Yeah. This is quickly becoming my least favorite referee thing to do, which is when a guy goes to the outside of the ring, well, shit, I'm just going to follow him. <laughs> you all right there, buddy? When does the ref ever go outside to check on a wrestler Never. unless they're counting? Never. Yeah. So Raven's win gives <laughs> this a second pay-per-view win mm-hmm. for ECW, WCW. This is a bad way to book this, don't you think? Yeah. Like, well, we're we're going to get these guys to win three in a row, and then they're <laughs> going to win three in a row. Yeah, yeah. They're treating I mean, it like it's the a it's good even world Steven's series booking. or some shit. Yeah, it's not like you win one, then you win two. Then like but that's the, the way it should. The, have been. the other problem though is there are no stakes. Exactly. What that, are you that's winning the problem? For? Like if there were, and especially with the the final match, like it would mean something a little bit more with each of these victories or whatever. But you know, backstage uh, Taker shadow boxes and Kane not. <laughs> yes, I've got Taker. <laughs> Taker is beating the shit out of the Invisible Man. It's Hollow Man. Uh, <laughs> this summer. Yeah. I'm sick and tired of people raping people in Vince, movies. Vince uh, enters to psych them up. Hot, Taker choke pushes him into a wall. Yeah. And Vince oh. gets off on it. Oh, yeah. I love Vince, like, holding it. Like, yeah. almost like slapstick style comedy. Yeah, just, oh. Are we going to do it? <laughs> hey, uh, are we going to do it in the butt, pal? Contramos <laughs> <laughs> and Albano. Did you see that one sign? I loved it. It was kind of like us. It was, meet me at the... It, what it meet me at the at the corn dog stand? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't write them all like, down. I didn't write any of them down. But that guy with his eighty signs, mm-hmm. oh yeah, are genius. Mm-hmm. To make mm-hmm. mom tape Celine Dion's concert tonight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like like really on point yeah. stuff. Like that was going on. Yeah. All right. So up next we have a, uh, a lead your man. wife or lead yeah. your husband. Like yeah. the, that sign got me. We got a six man here with Big Show. Billy Gunn, who are uh, Shogun, the, uh, the mm-hmm. tag team. Awesome. And then the <laughs> Intercontinental Champion. Albert. <laughs> I got everything I, I have along. There are too many tag matches. Your main event right. is a 10-person tag. I the same thing. This is the third tag but match this already is, on the card. But this, this is what? This oh, team oh, oh, the team's mm-hmm. awesome. Stasiac. Canyon. Mm-hmm. Morris. <laughs> it's like they just did a, did a lottery. Yeah. Because like, the thing that's great about this is the WWF guys get all get single entrances. Mm-hmm. It just throws the, the, the coalition guys yeah, together. I think I was earlier. Matter. You have the future NXT trainers. Yeah. Head to head. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you know what's weird? 
when they each like get a little audible, I can't distinguish which one is which because they both yell and sound the exact same. You're going to suck my dick or what? <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. I, I feel bad. <gasps> I also feel bad in this because Canyon's a hell of a worker. Oh, and he's there's great. no time to like. What a bumper. Stasiak yeah. gets. Like, he gets. Oh, JR's comment. Did you get it? What? Did, oh, man. It was. A, JR it was says Stasiak was blackballed for lack of a better term. Yeah. That's what he said. Blackballed by WWF mm-hmm. for lack of a. Do you hear term. like the the chant for meat is yeah. not like it's weird. It's sort of like I heard meat, it like yeah. they're it's I, I don't know the way it's, it's a condescending chant. Yeah, is yeah. what it is. Well, Stasiak sucks. Yeah, yeah he's got this god awful mecha tights back too, and he got he's got Mister Perfect's theme still in the WWF. Oh, oh. why? Mm. Um, this this finish is deplorable. Yeah. He looks. Like, I don't see, He looks like the weakest WCW guy. Who says yet? Yeah. He hits a reverse DDT on Billy Gunn. And, um, yeah. And then, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. So Hugh Morris had a WrestleMania 8 flashback. Hugh Morris's shoulders are down, uh-huh. and Robinson starts counting, and Hugh Morris, the ring veteran that he is, oh, shit. So he puts a shoulder up. I don't think he understood the fit. I don't know. You don't count a man's shoulders down if the other man's are down. He was down the too. legal man. Yeah. He just came in from the outside. This is the worst match. Yeah. This, oh yeah, this this beats Braun panties. This match yeah. sucks. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, but <laughs> poor Billy Gunn. <laughs> Just, mm. What he happened? Hits the Famouser and the crowd oh, erupts. Oh, the Famouser is great too because the way he does it, it who, who does he does it? Who does he do it to? I think it's Hugh Morris. Okay, yeah. Hugh Morris is not in the positioning to do it, no. oh, but he's gonna take it. Yeah. It's it's much <laughs> like how Booker T did the scissor kick to Vince. Yeah, how Booker was able to get above Vince to do it because Vince was not bent down. No. You're you're getting it. You're getting it. Yeah, well, totally. at the beginning, that little gorilla press spot was kind of neat. That was they cool. They all had him up. It's like look at these WWF guys. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like you were talking about. No one gets buried. Mm. Yeah, this, this that's what oh, means Canyon no. by association with Stasia. But yeah, yeah. like the WCW guys win, but it's not right after that. It's just no yeah. yep. choke slam. Bullshit. So it's tied up now. Yeah, um, it's tied up. According to if you're only going by just by the papers, right. Mm-hmm. Now we go backstage. Booker. The alley oop. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait. Big Show, Big Show had a finishing. Move. He had a sixteenth a, a finishing move that the I wasn't aware oop. of called the alley oop. Yeah. What was that again? It Which, was like he just. It's like if, fuck you. Instead of Kidman like powering out of the power bomb, he just, he just continues. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, where am I going? <laughs> <laughs> and because I'm seven feet taller. It's a weird callback to him being a basketball player in college. Like it's a, it, it's 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 this this very strange. This is All a very his other moves move. are like the final like cut, film the or like movie related, yeah. except for the alley oop. Well, we haven't talked about Big Show's uh, new shirt in that segment that he had with Trish Stratus. Oh, the- where Big Show, you know, we give him a lot of shit, and everyone does, but this guy. <laughs> Is actually really talented with comedic timing. Yeah, like he is funny. Oh yeah. And they they gave him that opportunity with Trish, and it was great. But he's got this shirt that says Big Show with an arrow pointing down. He's like, you see, Trish, huh? Yeah. You're like, I miss mean Big Feet. <laughs> I miss the big nasty bastard. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude. He didn't have it, but the way he walked to the ring uh, for this uh, show was the same way he used to walk to the ring when he would smoke a cigarette. Oh, yeah. He just didn't have the cigarette. The saunter? Yeah. The big saunter. Of, yes. I really just do it for the paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, one of the best parts is the bit with him and Trace, where he's like, I'll be the European champion, and I'm obligated to say I'm going to Europe. Will you go with me? And she's like, only if we get separate rooms. And he's like, well, we'll talk about it. Right. She's like, no, separate rooms. Separate. And he goes, uh, okay. 
Okay. But he he actually names European countries, and he I think he throws out China. Japan or China. He says China. Yeah, and, and they're just uh, okay. Show. <laughs> Bat, um, it's right, Booker so and Shane. Booker gets his Shane. belt shined by Shane. Oh, it, it's at this it's, point that they decide to remind us that Booker T is also the United States champion. Which I think I so. Right. They shouldn't have done that. They no, should that was not a have. They, you know why? Why did you have to give him both? Because then he can lose twice. Well, he had them both at the end of WCW. Right. But, but they should have just. It doesn't matter. Ignored it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's some. I agree. There's some things you can ignore. I mean, let's face it. The tag team champions are not O'Hare and Palumbo. <laughs> it's Billy Kidman and Rey Mysterio. Yeah. <laughs> Who the hell? I, is it? Uh, that that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he's just he's just another guy collecting a collecting. I'm, hey I'm just collecting Dave I'm collecting a paycheck Dave I just am thinking about him with Dave uh, please that's oh, the please voice. I'm your friend that's oh <laughs> yeah oh. You, you're getting Seth Rollins and yeah. Mr. <laughs> common Hi, problem John well yeah. this is when Eddie Guerrero was at home making that one too many kid he didn't need so he can just loan oh, it to Ray Mysterio in a few okay. years Okay, so now Tajiri's uh, in what, Regal's office. Regal gets what, him pumped up. Oh, well, there's a Rocky Three reference. Yes, there is right. no tomorrow. And that was part of that awesome locker room speech that Shane gave him. Did he do it? That there is no tomorrow on a, on a Raw, and it was it was magnificent. It was Shane's really buying very, into very his shit in this. Pro- like that's what's great. Is like for a minute, I'm like Shane's like he's in it. This is the first time they reference the the, the numbers. It's four to three now. Yeah. And I just, whoa, 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 whoa. Let me start counting up the matches. <laughs> Did I miss a match? Wait a minute. Yeah. I mean, if, if they're going to include heat, that's fine. But they haven't been including it this entire time. Mm-hmm. It's like they wanted it to be tied up. They needed it to be tied up going into the right. final. They didn't realize they only had 10 matches on. Only had 10 matches. Hmm. But right. they didn't realize that it was 10. It's like Russo level. I was going to say, it's like yeah. they transplanted right back to Russo. <laughs> All right, so let's start. Tajiri and Regal. Taz and Tajiri. Like, this is the ECW kind of match here. This main event in an ECW. The first ECW show I ever bought, this was the main event. And it was a great match. It's a good match. This one still is. And this one is all right. Even, like, because the good thing for Taz is by this point, like, Taz is, you know, pretty much done. He's a little heavier. Right. And a little, you know, a little less charismatic. And he doesn't give half the shit that he did in ECW. He's not the machine nope. that he was but, uh, in ECW. What he gets out of Tajiri. Or what Tajiri gets out of him. I'm right, sorry. it's what Tajiri gets out of him. It's really good. And like I said, bringing up Tajiri's spots that are, that, that could be morphed into WWF stuff. Like uh, the springboard elbow. Never saw a guy do that before. The tarantula. The only thing with the tarantula is it's kind of wasted. Because that was that was when, that was his finisher no. in ECW, wasn't it? No, you cannot win a match with that. Well, even though I guess you could have, because there's no DQ. Mm-hmm. So, but no, he never used it as a finisher. His finisher was like the double kick to the head, oh. which he does kind of do to Taz. Yeah, the nap is there, but the connection isn't. Yeah, the green mist is always a good spot. I always forget to look for when he when he put. I've never seen yeah, that put it in. I, I, he's sort of so like, good at it. It's sort of like when like the the really good guys with super kicks, like you don't see them nap. Yeah, right. Even when you want to look for it, they somehow because of the business going on with the foot to the face, like. You don't have, you never, like, I think I forgot. Sean was Shonda, very good at it. I mm-hmm. got to a point where he wasn't even doing it anymore. Like, so how would he make that sound? He'd kick him in the face. I'll tell you what the fucker did. By the way, listening to Brett talk about his match with Jerry Lawler at, um, oh, it, uh, which one? It's this, there's two of them. This, it's this, uh, SummerSlam match. Is that the Kiss My Foot match? No. Okay. This is the one where, where he um, fought Doink instead? Yeah. Yeah. And he talks about, like, you know, Jerry, Jerry hit me with that, uh, that, 
crutch so, in the night. Well, he hit him with a crutch that night because Jerry acted like he had an injury. Right. He'd been in a car accident. And then he hits him with that crutch. And he was like, you know, and I just potatoed him the rest of the match. I was like, I was just... He well, was, and then he talked about when he cranks on, remember the book? Right, in the book he says, I, put, I walked him in the sharpshooter and apparently all, like, all the referees hated him just as much as I did in real life. So they were like, it looked like they were pulling me off of him, but they're actually pushing me. You know? <laughs> yeah, and Jerry's just crawling backstage and I walk by him. And then, uh, who is he? He says, like, uh, somebody just says, oh, man. Oh, he's like, some singer. I, I didn't recognize the name. The singer, whoever sang at SummerSlam, the National Anthem, was like, Man, that guy got worked. <laughs> it's great. Anyway, all right. So now um, WWF wins. They're up 4-3. Yep. I will say, though, the WWF, uh, is, as, even though this match is quite enjoyable, the WWF really ruined these guys. Like, Taz came in. You couldn't have been hotter than when Taz came in. And then Tajiri was actually, like, a fearsome guy. He had yeah. one of the best nicknames ever in the business, which is the Japanese buzzsaw. Right. Yeah. And then he comes in, and I get it. WWF likes comedic characters or comedic um, foreigners. Because that's another thing. This is the second Tajiri's music hit. I'm like, oh, of course. Down, just down, down, YouTube down, 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 Japanese music. Yeah. <laughs> the first hit is this new Jim song. Jim Johnson doesn't always... He doesn't, uh, owns it in for these guys. That's what everyone's thinking. You think Nakamura's music I mean, is going to be something like that. I, you know, in his defense, he was also handed like, all right, we need music for like 20 guys. That's mm -hmm. true. Get but, us something I mean, now. They, they could have put Kai and Ty's music with them. It just would have been like... Oh, man, how demeaning would that have been? They fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, talking about Asian, if your only exposure to Asian culture is wrestling, somehow. Oh, that's not good. No, that's what I mean, right? <laughs> that's you, awful. You would think really that... You're not even watching a movie? No, not just that's it. Watching not wrestling. Not even Three Ninjas? Not even... Well, <laughs> not, not even going to a, like an Asian restaurant? Not even. Like, just... I don't know, some poor hillbilly housebound fat guy. I don't know. You would think that all Asians spit green mist when provoked. Uh, yeah. Because it's a lot. I've never, I, 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 I'm not really connected with what you're saying. No, I get, I get what you're saying. There's like, all Asians. Buddha, Tajiri, yeah, there was a, who else did it? There's like a ton of them that just, oh, they're going to spit something. Cruiser Waiting, and, WCW did it. Daniel yeah. Bryan. Well, he was the American Dragon. Oh, he's just your uh, your commitment no, to that straight lace Daniel Bryan was fantastic. <laughs> I must say, I get, but, I get it. And they love jumping around. Skinner spit. Does that count? And they all, they all know karate. Know karate or, yeah. And they, Skinner knew karate. <laughs> His was the brown mist, which is horrible. <laughs> now that I've said that. <laughs> oh, Yoko. Where was he hiding it? Oh, Clearly, it looked like he was either just like sat in some pea soup. Crazy. Pea soup. All right. I get it. I get what you're saying. Yeah, and that's unfortunate. Matt Hardy backstage warns Jeff against RVD. Idiot. <laughs> RVD oh, in really? the most un-RVD like. I know. RVD is the most chill, relaxed guy. And surprise. <laughs> And not only that, tries to decapitate Jeff. It's I like, like how he backs off and is like, <laughs> what you, you want to go? You want to go, bro? It's like, oh, very un-RVD. Yeah. It's like Heyman made him do coke and watch nothing but Van Damme. Yes. Van Damme, constant weed smoker. You ever tried coke? <laughs> RVD on coke. Holy cow. I popped so hard for the next bit. WWF New York. Oh, is it Bob oh, Holly and a child? It's Bob Holly the way he should be. Yeah. yeah. It, this, this is the real Bob Holly. Yeah, this, this is... <laughs> oh. Fuck! <laughs> it's like Diary of the Vengeance. Yeah. Like when that black guy sees 
<laughs> John wearing the sign. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing. It's so funny. This is just a WCW shirt. This, this ain't WCW New York. This is WWF New York. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, sir. I just walked out of uh, one phone booth and I'm in a completely different reality. Can you please help me? He rips a kid's shirt off and the kid, like, literally <laughs> yeah. runs off the screen. Yeah! yeah. And this little eight-year-old with glasses. Isn't it great they hit his music right after he did that? Yeah. How do you like me now? <laughs> no, no, not that how do you like me now. <laughs> I hate that. That one was great if he was mean to some. Oh, but... Here's another. Here's Bob Holly. Spark plug music. Oh, Sparky plug. You're Bob Holly. You were a good cement fixture of the mid card attitude era during its heyday. And the new generation. Right. And uh, it's the first big pay per view here at WCW, ECW, and you're the meatball sub guy. Yeah. I love in his book that where it's just like he knew like he knew what his job was. And mm-hmm. yeah, he makes no complaints about it. Not until a little bit later when it's just sort of like the you know, BB stuff. I'm sure he bitched about that. No, he won't talk about. It. He's like you know, um, he basically says like you know like that's really nobody's business. He's like you know that that's good. And 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 I was like right on man. Mm-hmm. But what I liked about what what's really great in his book, not just like the the guy who ghost writes it like nails his language down like it's to a T. Like direct. It sounds like him. But uh, what I'm getting at is he understood like my job is to get other people over. By having them beat me, or I'm an enhancement. He he knew he was an enhancement guy. But what's neat is like how he talks about still like when it came to that WWF WCW stuff. It was like he was man, those guys are those guys are going to respect us because this is our locker room. We won, you lost. But he does, and other people have talked about how like you, when you have this glutton of people and it's a very small funnel of people that are going to get to the point where they're going to get over. It's gonna get rather chippy backstage, mm-hmm. so I think there's a lot of reality in what he's saying. But all right, up next, uh, mm. let's just call it what it is. This is a match cow. of the year candidate. Oh yeah. I begged. I I think when we get to the end of 01, I was thinking about it last night. I think there might be at least ten legitimate match of the year candidates out of this sure. year. Mm-hmm. Hell, they have another one a month and later. And two of them yeah. come from these two guys. Mm-hmm. It's a hardcore title. Jeff Hardy defending against RVD. This now, is what makes me miss the hardcore title, oh, right? Mm. Like, because this was actually like the first like great match. Yeah. Like a truly great match. I thought like for that wa- belt. watching RVD come out here and then remembering when he came back like a couple years ago, I was like, you know, as cool as it was to see him come back. Mm-hmm. The magic's the magic's gone. Uh, you know, that was something I was talking to you about with Rob Van Dam. You know, he's one of my favorite guys, but one of the problems with Rob Van Dam was that his character uh, never evolved. Mm-mm. Same guy. Which is a, a double-edged sword, really, because he's in his 40s now, and he can still do all that amazing shit. Yeah. But he's still that guy right? who doesn't really work on angles or anything. No. He's just, you you know him because he's Rob Van Dam, not yeah. because he's in this storyline. Yeah, they'll just put him in a feud with someone, and it's I, more a one-direction feud. Sadly, that guy had two cracks at it. One, he got undercut by circumstances out of his control, and the other one, he got he undercut himself with his own circumstances. Right. Unfortunate. But um, this is the only title match tonight, too. Yeah. I thought that was interesting, too, that, they, that they're all resting that on this. And, you know, this is a rematch. These guys had a match on Raw back in early 97 when, right. when Jeff Hardy was basically not even a developmental talent, but basically a jobber. Yeah. And they, that was even a good match. So And there's even a sign in the crowd that acknowledges it goes, the rematch. Because mm-hmm. it was like, oh, yeah, these guys had a, had a great match. Um this match is so brilliantly structured. Yes. For, for a hard hardcore, like 
What's great is like it's not really even a hardcore match. That's what I like part. about it. It's it's a match that doesn't want to be what it's supposed to be. It mm-hmm. reaches beyond, and mm-hmm. it really it's it's the the thing I like is that every spot escalates to something more either more dangerous or more just more wow more wow factor to it. Mm-hmm. You know, it starts off with the basic like the basic in ring RVD spot, and then it escalates to the stuff he does outside. Mm-hmm. And and there's no better compliment. Like th- this is when you line up the rosters. These are the only two guys that really seem to fit right. 100% this was with each other. the perfect way to introduce RVD to WWF audiences. Because I remember at the time being a little upset before the pay-per-view. Why isn't RVD in the main event? Thank uh-huh. God he's not in that. Right. And it, it was very safe also because Jeff people aren't going to stop liking Jeff Hardy. Right. And what's great is he was the one alliance, soon to be alliance, but one faction or coalition member that's able to get over on his own. Oh, yeah. Without or, anything. Always knew RVD was the star of ECW. Always yeah. knew that. And I, I really like, when he first comes out, the audience reaction, it doesn't, it doesn't seem like apathy. It just seems more like they don't know who he is. Right. Most people. But they fucking know who he is at the end. They, yeah. It's like watching Rocky IV. Yeah. And that, because they are cheering him hard halfway yeah. through that match. They, uh, the people at home that don't know... Get a really good intro to him because JR says that this is the man who was the ECW TV champion for 23 months mm-hmm. consecutively. Yeah, he never lost. What's it, crazy is Neville broke his his injury is almost identical. What happened? Band. What was that? It's very similar. He did it. Well, I saw the video, but what actually happened to him? It was him? a baseball slide. Well, no, I mean like what's the injury? Oh, it's an ankle. It's ankle like and a shin. Yeah. It just did he break it? I think they said the shin's broken. Or oh something. my god! Because that video is awesome. The way Jericho handled that. Oh man, it's one of the most brilliant like balancing acts of kayfabe in real life. Yeah, like just why Jericho is a master, and Robinson did not know. I've, I've watched that thing like five times. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah. But if you watch the one with the sub, you remember when RVD got injured? It was off something similar. It was on some really his leg. It, it wasn't like a slide or yeah, it was something very simple. Yeah. He was fighting Rhino. Yeah, and that's was... what's messed up is this guy does all that, just like Neville. Neville does all this crazy shit, mm. and it's. Baseball slide. Yeah, they he had to vacate the TV title, and uh, they had a tournament for it, and it was like on the final ECW pay per view, I think, or the one right before, and then it was it was done. RVD could have been the TV champion till the end of of the run of the company. He right. made that title more important than the world title. Yeah, like that the, the TV title match would main Absolutely. event a pay per view. Yeah, like incredible. Um, big finals. I mean, no the Van Daminator. Oh like, my god, it's perfect. Like, well, Jeff is still remember swinging. He, remember, he used to do this spot where, like, he would like suddenly just jump to his feet and be incredible. Yeah, it, it, yeah. They they do some great stuff on the outside of that ring. You know, what my favorite spot is it's it's in the first minute. It's this really cool like Jeff goes for a cross body and RVD ducks it, so Jeff lands and RVD just does a backflip and lands it perfectly. I mean, Jeff has to roll over a little bit. Yeah. To get in the position. Like when, what was it? It's, it's beautiful. It didn't like. AJ on Raw, like not this past the Raw, Kofi like, Kingston spot. Oh my! I haven't even seen the match, but I've seen it. Did like a moonsault into a reverse DDT. Yeah, like, it was a like a scorpion gator breaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's perfect. Yeah, and the way the crowd jumped up. Oh yeah. What is going? Yeah. What are you talking about? This is a hardcore match that doesn't do the stupid hardcore shit for long. It's like with before weapons, and it's not the silly it's a weapons. Chair. It's the only it's weapon. Just a chair, chair, and a ladder, thing. or in the belt. You count. Yeah. Well, I mean, every time that's the that's the one flaw with them. It's every time they try to use the belt, it doesn't work. Yeah. Like Jeff Hardy tries a German suplex on it, RVD misses. 
Uh, I will say the RVD is my favorite guy that takes a DD. Yeah. Got no one there, takes a D. Him and Val Venus. And taking like a, like a German. Or anything that requires like him to bend. A flip. Mm-hmm. Or a bend. Yeah, it's anything like that. And they put over his flexibility like a motherfucker. Like JR is like on it. Like some people have power. Some people have speed. RVD is super flexible. Yeah. You it's ever like, seen the RVD lift? Yeah. And I, 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 it's cool to see JR like become a fan of his during this match almost because he talks about like him and Cole both are just like man this like it's almost they had, they they themselves did not expect this match to be that mm-hmm. good probably not and because it's ECW has a reputation you know for being oh they just do violent matches RVD was wasn't like that mm-hmm. he was the one guy who could work a real match sure and beautifully too like because I, I after getting on watching with this match I started thinking how many there are actually more great Rob Van Dam matches than like mediocre or okay, and there are actually like I could probably name you ten classic matches of his, and there's not really I don't think any other wrestler I can do that with. Right. Because you knew. Remember when he came back? We were talking about it. He had a great first match when he first came back uh, with uh, Chris Jericho on mm-hmm. Raw. Yeah. It's fantastic. Oh yeah. Yeah, and he'd been gone for like three years or whatever it was. So yeah, this is uh, this has like crowd is okay with a a WCW ECW alliance guy getting a belt. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. This one actually evens it up just by the pay per view matches at four piece. Um, Michael Cole had a weird line, and I get what he was saying, but when it's something that's so well known, it just sounds stupid. He compares Rob Van Dam's moves to quote the that Matrix. movie, not the Matrix, that movie, the Matrix. Like saying that movie, The Terminator. It's like everyone knows this movie. Yeah. It's two years later, pal. Yeah, yeah. exactly that too. It's, it's not I, even I think like, Reloaded was in the works at this yeah, point. It's not even like a, a timely drop. No, you know, not at all. Well, it goes with Michael Cole, CBS's favorite commentator. <laughs> goes for that old people demographic. He does. He does. All right, so let's head now Great. to Kurt Angle visiting Vince backstage. Another pep talk. Mm-hmm. Anything you want to say about it? I I, I kind of got tired of these spots after a while. I will say, I'll, I'll bring up the uh, the transition. Kurt Angle <laughs> says shit. It is interesting. Enough of this American bullshit. I'm doing this. He says I'm doing this for me, but he points at Vince yeah. when he says that. Right. I didn't know if that was intentional. I mean, he yeah. says that, and then he says I'm gonna do what I did at the Olympics. I'm gonna kick some serious ass. Which then Michael Cole uh-huh. this is one of the reasons I hated him so much and still do. He, he, he misquotes this immediately and says, speaking of serious behind... Brawn panties! Brawn panties, yeah. You couldn't say ass? Is, what are you, Mormon? Like, it's also, it's not just what he said. He says it like, here you go, 14-year-olds. Well, that's what's up next is the uh, <laughs> first ever tag team brawn panties match. I mean, it's arguably the four best-looking women... That you could Ever. get at time, <laughs> with the exception maybe Sunny in her heyday. In her heyday, Miss yeah. Elizabeth, still, but um, I don't want to, and it's I don't want to see Miss Elizabeth anywhere near Penny's match. That's why no, the way WCW no, treated no, her. Yeah. No. But these are definitely like this match does have my two favorite uh, divas or women ever in wrestling. Uh-huh. So like I'm excited for that. Yeah, and I, I like this is what it's a good comedic spot is Mick Foley had said that he would special referee the ref match yeah. on one condition and then he just leaves it at that and then like his condition is he gets to ref this That's yeah it's all right so um 
they tried to rope in the storyline of, well, Lita and Trish have their differences because of the Hardy Boys, but then, of course, that gets superseded by the fact that Tori and Stacy The horrors of WCW. Yeah, yeah. The way they bring pain. Let's just... Uh, the commentary, I didn't write down any notes Not from it because there's too many awful things to write like just i didn't to, even get all of them like understand them like cole's yeah. like oh I, i'm not touching that one jr and i'm like i don't even get what he's what jr said at one well cole called you wrote him down didn't you well, one or two <laughs> just well really it's just one because i thought so but you it's just one it just says michael cole goes why in the hell am i calling a wrestling match i mean just that's your fucking job and i know it's it i ask about that about michael cole every day yeah it's true very true. At least uh, we did not get the we are all winners. Oh, yeah. That, that was yeah. Um, the go home wrong. But still, it wasn't here. Whoever wins, we lose. Yeah. yeah. Um, I will say, this has, the one thing I can say about this match is positive. It has the greatest reversal I've ever seen, which is the kind of the victory roll, which is like, why is she trying to pin her? Yeah. And she just rips the pants off right from the victory roll. I'm like, yeah! <laughs> I am 14! Yeah. <laughs> and then I immediately recovered. Good. But that was, that was fun. They, but other they than that, crushed them. Uh, Lita mm-hmm. and Trish, like, destroyed oh, yeah. them handily. But overall, though, um, it, it's a question mark out of five. Yeah. <laughs> question mark really, It's got a rating somewhere. I don't know how to... Just f- not right now. I, yeah, I don't know how to feel about it. Sorry. I mean, it was nice to look at, but... This puts WWF technically well uh, below the bar. Where's uh, well. <laughs> James are, Cameron? Yeah, these are one of the things that you, if you're watching, you you hope no one comes in. Yeah, yep. But this is exactly when they would come in. Yeah. Look at you. What I, are you watching? I'm watching wrestling. I had this thought too. Why are your pants around your ankles? Tight. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's written by men. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like when somebody who doesn't watch wrestling walks in and they see this, they yeah. think this is all it is. Right. Yeah. They think it's just this 24-7. This uh-huh. is... No, it's just five no, no, minutes. No, the hardcore title's 24-7. So <laughs> oh, right. Hold on. Mike <laughs> Awesome knew that. Oh, yeah, he did. But, um, you don't even work here. So if you include Sunday Night Heat, which is what they want you to do at this point, it is all tied up. Also, this is the ninth match on the card. Yeah. It's Holy insane. shit, we're almost done. Yeah, yeah. it's but the cool-down match. Well, I actually feel like going to take a while on, on this next one. Well, uh, let's do Austin in the back here. He says, um, I'm here to whip some ass. I don't need no pep talk. You think you're going to pep talk Stone Cold? <laughs> it's awesome. It's yeah. just perfect. Um, so then we get the video package again for this that kind of goes a little bit deeper to recap all this. I now own WCW. Just got taken to the extreme. 
Stone Cold. Not only is Stone Cold not here, but he's at some local bar drinking. I gotta go find Stone Cold, okay? No one's ever threatened the WWF like this WCW-ECW combination. We've never had that kind of threat. Steve. Steve, I need your help. This Sunday at Invasion, and you know who will it's our five best against their five best and their very best. Stone Cold Steve Austin ain't at his best anymore, now is he? Starting tonight, we ain't taking this no more. Yeah. It is up to every one of you to take out the WWF forever. Yeah. There's no shame in going out and fighting and getting your ass kicked. The line in the sand has been drawn. There's no going back. Hey, after this Sunday, there is no tomorrow. But there's no honor. And not fighting at all. Are you with us? Gentlemen, now is the time. Get up, stand up, let's do it, guys. And fight! Want this to be elimination? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I kind of not until it, it started. I was like, this should have been elimination. Let's talk about the entrances. The never seen it like this before. Never. And it's I was confused. Right. Oh, I, I liked it. Yeah. Alternate. Because it makes me think they're all equal. Well, remember when they did that? They showed the graphic earlier. Like they showed it sort of this way, matched up. Two, yeah. one, mm. two. I noticed that too. Mm -hmm. Very yeah. interesting. So I will say, given the roster that they have to work with, this is probably. With maybe a exception of maybe one or two things they could have done differently, the best WCW ECW team they could have come. Yeah, up with. Right. absolutely. Yeah, like I it's, think it's that a really gets, solid. And over team. the years, 
that's not said enough. They're always like, well, look at that shitty team. No, no, no. It's an awesome. It's a really good team. Yeah, you got two WCW guys and three ECW guys. Yeah, it's three world champions. Right. It's two. It's the Dudley Boys. But like, if you watched ECW, these guys dominated ECW. They would attack everybody. They were like two stone colds running around. At the total, if you look at the ten guys in the match, none of them during their careers have been will be world champions. Yeah. You including Bubba Ray Dudley? Yeah, in that? I'm talking about all of them but Devon. Devon's the only one that doesn't get a world heavyweight no, champion. Which I tried. He might. You never. You know, he may be the next uh, world heavyweight champion. You could see that down the road. Could you see that build? Him against Triple H? No, we don't. No one sees that. No one sees that. Not even a little. Bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but but yeah. not to sell the WWF team short. That's a hell of a team. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, yeah. Like, even with. Rock and Triple H and Benoit not being there. Yeah. <laughs> We've got like 18 main events. Yeah. We've also got all the owners have come. All Everyone yeah. that's associated with authority in this yeah, is out. Is I out do like that too. they all come out first. It, yeah. it makes this match feel this so insane. much bigger. You just mentioned nine matches. There, there's like 40 minutes to go yeah. in this pay-per-view. I know. Oh, the entrances take... This is like... All of these combined is one Undertaker. It's still entrance. a... Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. true. Um, the pop. So it's like Jericho gets a really big pop. You know who gets a great pop that I love? Kurt, Kurt Angle. Mm-hmm. That that place came alive for Kurt Angle. Sting gets a big old mention. During Sting the did intro. get a mention. Boy, I hated when they would do that because it was like that's just a reminder. Because you, you say like you, Sting. to me, I'm conditioned. You start talking about someone. Ooh, are they coming? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Same way because Jr. While he's mentioned Sting, he because this is in the context of Booker T has no class. Why doesn't he have class? Because he's sticking up for the company that he worked for his entire life. I don't get where JR is coming from on that. Doesn't make any sense. He needs a job. He needs to work. Why not wrestle? He's good at it. Austin's entrance is nuclear. And what I love is that this... Did you turn the volume up? I did. Oh, yeah. I was waiting. I was like, here we go. Glass is going to break. That's what I'm on the kill. That's your will. And then there's the screaming psycho Lord over This is one of my favorite ways to introduce Austin, which was he's going to be the last guy that comes out, just, but, but we want him to enter during a melee. Like, mm-hmm. everyone's going to start fighting, and then everyone's like, come on, Austin, where's Austin? Like, it builds up the anticipation. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, his energy this entire oh, match. His mm-hmm. wrestling in this entire match. Yeah. He, does, he, he doesn't just do a superplex. He does a superplex to Rhino. Yeah. It hey, really Austin, looks like Rhino doesn't want to take it, and it's he is early. holding on to Austin's ankle. It is early in the yeah. match too. He's like, "Come on, Congressman, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got my vote." And, like, and this is what when I realized why doesn't Rhino have the ECW title? Like the way they booked him up to this point has been solid, and now they put him in the main event, basically the number one guy of ECW. That's how Tommy Dreamer's not here, like, <laughs> but Rhino. Why not like build up some more clout, put the ECW title on him, and therefore almost having a brand new main eventer? Because this guy, I mean, the work he's done mm-hmm. in ECW, or sorry, in WWF this entire time has been fantastic. Yeah. Everybody gets in very frequently in this match. Mm-hmm. There are no real pauses. I noticed that too. Because I was like, well, so I, I, I kept waiting for somebody to tag Kane in. And then I realized, oh, he's already been in. Yeah. Everyone gets in. There's not a lot of like lulls. Like even for a 30 minute match, it's it does sustain. It has moments where it needs to slow down, of course, because mm-hmm. they're they're wrestlers. They have to have a rest spot every now and yeah. then. But Jericho gets the work over. Yeah, yeah, which makes sense to a degree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does make sense. Uh, this you is a the... tiny little character note on Austin. 
Oh, it's the black knee braces. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, uh, I thought they'd pull a fast one on us. <laughs> he really is back. It, this is the give me a break spin a Rooney. Oh, it's yeah. It's in here. Oh. And then that's where Cole says I have vintage Booker tape. You'd only been doing it like three years. <laughs> no, that's that's bad. To bury that move, and it's so impressive. Oh yeah, yeah. Always love the spinner room. Yeah. Did it? So did it bother you that Taker's pumping the crowd up? This is the Undertaker. And I he's didn't notice up. this. Was he, he doing this? He's clapping. He's doing the overhand clap. That's not Undertaker. No, that's Mark. <laughs> I think. See, I think all that's deliberate to take your mind off of what could possibly happen with Austin. I think all that's very deliberate maybe, to like, try and distract you mm-hmm. from thinking about. He's because like, eventually, you know, I, I love the way they start this. Austin just, oh my knee, oh damn, god dang. Yeah, yeah. Can you come over here and take a look at it? I didn't wear my camo ones today. They're a little bit looser on my right knee. Oh, <laughs> I no. stepped outside. I thought I saw two rattlesnakes fucking. Took a picture of it. I was wrong. No, what was that? Did you see that yeah. one? Yeah. I don't remember if we thought there was a swerve that could happen at the time because it's because it seems like Jericho is the odd one here that yes. he could possibly turn and that's I think that was I, I don't know if that's was rumored I don't know well I mean it was just from that conversation he had with Vince it yeah. felt like it felt like it would have been very very logical because now he could run it like he could finally be at the top of WCW right yeah. Be funny, this but, is a hell of a way to get, go about it. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, I was thinking when I originally watched it back in the day, someone else was coming. Yeah, this is where I was maybe thinking. Maybe that this, was it. The, here, I mean, here comes Nash. Here comes Goldberg, which got a chant. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Where is Goldberg? If you had done that, like this pay per view goes down in history as probably up there with WrestleMania 17. Yeah. Right now, it's it's in that it's at least in the discussion at times in the ballpark or whatnot. But um, Austin's doing all his old shit. He I hadn't seen him do this in a while. I got nostalgic, which is weird for something that's 15 years ago. But he flips off Mike Kyoto when Kyoto yeah. kicks him out. Well, of that the crowd room. loves it. Like remember when he first started doing oh, that yeah. and just how he is, different that was. His energy is on some Steve other Brown. level. One of those four coffees, eight Red Bulls, right? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> and an Alpha Brain and an Alpha Brain. <laughs> hey, yeah, uh, do you take your Alpha Brain this morning? Oh, but, so I don't drop so, that bomb. <laughs> Near the end of the match, Booker T gets locked into the ankle lock. Everyone's wiped out everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody is out. Charles Robinson. Yeah. Charles Robinson, too. The last ride. Jesus. <laughs> I was like, he's not taking that. <laughs> no, no, he's taking it. Oh, right Some, that you're taking it, you little cunt. <laughs> yeah. This is, I got a message for you from Flair. <laughs> <laughs> this is a... Some guy oh, got so hyped, he tore his shirt off. In, in the, the crowd. crowd, there's a he's just ah, like. <laughs> By the way, Gawker. remember the end of WrestleMania. WrestleMania 18, Taker goes for the last ride, and mm-mm. so this is what happened. Tombstone was still banned at this time, right? Flair, Flair just assumed he was going to take the tombstone, and so like when they were having trouble with the last ride, he was just like, "Dude, just give me the tombstone." He's telling them that like as he, he's like, "Just give it to me, man. Who cares?" And so that's I why love, he switched it. Blading's illegal? Well, I'm going to blade. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Ric Flair near the Undertaker. What's the worst that could happen? True. It's like Jericho's old Mike story, like when he was in Europe and he and dropped the it. mic and and you know, and then Vince is like, what the hell did you do that for, pal? And he goes, well, Austin does it all the time. You're not stone cold, Steve Austin. <laughs> well, damn. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now touch it. <laughs> I'm fully erect. And my nipples are hard. So, but yeah, uh, 
Angle, ankle, uh, ankle, ang- ankle. The ankle lock is locked in by Kurt Angle on Booker T. Now, now Yoda's on the floor, right? Which mm-hmm. this is an interesting little detail because Austin's like, "Oh goddamn, Mike, <laughs> Mike, Mike, let me give you some assistance." Did <laughs> you? So Austin hits like I mean, the air goes out of the building. Well, mm-hmm. he throws Kyoto in the ring to look at the submission, and then Austin just yeah, what fuck the it, hell? fuck it, stuns Kurt Angle. Gets Booker T on top of him, wins it, and he celebrates like he won the belt for the first time. Yeah. It's awesome. I love what they do with the music. Oh, yeah. Because it's like Booker T's music, and then, ah, fuck it, Austin's Austin's music's better anyway. Yeah. Yeah. The crowd reaction? I love it. Still some of them. Well, most of them are just like... Let's see, then there's... They just seem dejected, or they don't care. Yeah. Which I didn't either. I mean, I was just... Well, here we go. But... Here comes the spot that I was. Ooh, Austin starts handing out beers to everybody. Mm-mm. No, I thought something was gonna happen. I thought Shane was about to get a stunner, a quadruple stunner. Oh, but like he's. What, is he joining the world class championship wrestling faction? Yeah. Is that another part of this little group? Huh? It's like, well, it's just here, 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 kind of, because that's the old Stone Cold. You don't right. trust anybody, and like, are they going for? Mm-hmm. Like, like, what what could they be going for? It just. The way that audience reacted, it's the same way I reacted watching it this morning. Just, oh, God. You know, just that we were so close to being done with this. Right. Done with this awful Austin heel turn that never worked. We, and they could have had a perfect opportunity to have a world champion versus world champion match at SummerSlam. Right. And, and that's, what, that's what we all wanted. But seeing Stone Cold go to WCW after trash-talking him for years, like with ECW and stuff. Yeah. It just... It felt disingenuous. Now let's let's turn this into Flash Forward 2016. Vince has an idea. They stay the course. Vince has an idea with Roman Reigns. They're staying the course no matter what. Is it? I don't know, man. There's a lot of stuff. Like I've, I, it's interesting reading about stuff that's supposed rumor or whatever that Vince is not really happy with where this is going. And how could he be? Yeah. yeah uh, it, well, it's it's again like leaning towards whatever if. Whatever real heat there may be in the in the family, I don't know. I mean, I rumors are rumors for a reason, but you know. Um, the the thing I was going to ask guys, did you first of all, just real quick, did you see it coming at all? Period. That Steve no, Austin would there do was this? No, 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 not because I wanted to believe yeah. so much that he was going to go back to the way that he was. And second, what are you expecting next? Now they have. They've turned Austin. Honestly, at this point, I'm thinking they're not bringing anyone else in. Yeah, this is the best they've got. That's what it. Then that's what I, it was. I am, I, I'm willing to bet you up until the end of that pay per view, before they went out, they were still hope. Like they still had a contingency for somebody at the last minute that'd be like, yeah. I will forego the rest of that contract mm-hmm. from Turner and I will yeah. come work there. But could Whether they, it was Scott Steiner, whether it was. Well, not Jeff Jarrett, but no. <laughs> Mayhem Jeff Jarrett is not going to be appearing no. anytime soon in the invasion. But could they? Because weren't they? I, I heard that their contracts were with Warner, not with Turner. And, or, and so that's why it was they couldn't get out of theirs or something. Oh, I think they, Oh, I think WWF could have bought it out. Because Rick, Rick Flair clearly forgoes his mm-hmm. in, in a matter of months. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know the logistics, yeah. to be honest. But, um, uh, it is, yeah. It is rather interesting to think about, like now, like 
All right, so because next up is SummerSlam, right? And what the hell are they going to do? Which this is the one thing that I, that makes sense of I think why they would have done this. Austin still remains a big star, but now we can have him fight Kurt Angle, and we right. can cement Kurt Angle, who is clearly getting great reactions as a main eventer permanent. Other right. thing I thought about is the Rock. Nat, this the Rock is the other missing ingredient. Yeah, sure. That's going to be. Re- I mean, to think about we've gone through these weeks of Raws and all this, and there's been so much going on that it's been so much you forget about the Rock. Yeah, it, it's he's not needed. Really, no, he's not needed, and that's bad. Yeah, you could tell like this was near like the end of his, like really like where he his run. I think I'm. I think you can really make an argument. WrestleMania 17 was the end for The Rock because his his work is very minimal. Like for the most part, he fairly minimal. Booker, yeah, and that's yeah. okay. It's a decent feud. You know, he um, builds up. He gets the Hogan match. Maybe even the Hogan match you consider maybe the end because he. Well, I guess the. You know, he does shine Brock up pretty good. And, yeah. Oh yeah, he does. He shines him up real good. It's so, a but it's match. it still feels like he's on a, a, a downhill trajectory. Well, like he's that. ready to be done. Yeah. So at the very least, at least Austin was here for this occasion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. If it had been The Rock leading the charge, yeah. and, which never felt right, no. But still, like what the, what they did with Austin. What's crazy is we're so far away now from what I think, at least what I thought would have been like coming off of Mania and The Rock disappearing. That's my SummerSlam match: is Austin versus Rock for the rematch. That feels like an eternity ago at this point. Yeah, yeah. that entire feud, which it's still the two top drawing guys. Of the era, but and it's weird because when The Rock comes back, he's not in that feud with Austin. He goes for Booker, yeah. So they right. can give The Rock the WCW or whatever it is, the B title. <laughs> so um, Invasion overall, how what do you think of this pay per view? It is a mixed bag. It's an interesting mixed bag. I I did enjoy it. I didn't enjoy as much as King of the Ring. No, I probably say that again. No, no. I I was thinking in the or Jason, go ahead. What would you? This is the pay-per-view you've been waiting for your whole life. Right. I mean, And it's just barely serviceable. If <laughs> it, that's, It's impossible to separate your, your expectations of what WCW versus WWF would have been. And they try to play on that the whole night, but it's not what you want. These aren't, this isn't Lex, this isn't Sting, this isn't the Horseman, this no. isn't, none of these people are here. No. And the ones that you've got, we've, all but bitched a few of them out, and the really the one guy you want would really love to root for. We've turned him into a fucking pervert slime bag. Right. Yeah. One out of ten. What would you give it? Five. Five. I give it a six. I think it's bare. I think it's still above average. Not much. five and a half. Five and a half. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Not terrible, but not so. We've covered Invasion, so that means next pay per view is going to be WWF SummerSlam. Very interesting to look at oh, yeah. uh, with all this having taken place. So, um, keep my next um, next movies for guys who like movies is going to be Batman Returns. Um, in the meantime, check us out on Twitter at New Blood Pod and New Blood Rising Podcast on Facebook. I'm at William Rankin83. I'm at the Jason Kiesler. I'm at CM underscore Stat. We'll see you guys for movies you guys who like movies. Batman Returns. <laughs> Riding through those clouds and battling wastes